Anytime Sports Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Colin. I'm here with my other co-host, Andrew. Let's go. Different setup again. Uh, we know we're back at my house, but not at our usual setup. Just right back there. It's a mess right now, but you know, it's all fine. Um, As long as the podcast can go through. Yeah, we're, we're getting uh, your podcast material like we promised. There's a lot of NFL news and trades that we mm-hmm. have to catch up on. Since March 14th, a lot has broken down and been done. So, our we're basically going to go through our story from the past week because I've been posting every single piece of news that we found. So we're going to be looking at our phones, looking through the stories from this past week. Um, start off, number one, I don't know if we mentioned it last time, Johnny Hecker is getting released by the Rams, which we now know he's getting picked up by the Panthers. As we saw Panthers last season, they were hosting open tryouts for kicking, even though Johnny Hecker's a punter. <laughs> well, they got, the kicker got injured, so yeah, yeah of, of course. And then uh, another piece of news is the Steelers are expected to sign a uh, Miles Jack to a two-year, $16 million contract. I think that's a good signing for them. Yep. Miles Jack was a good addition to the uh, Jags defense, one of the few bright spots on their team last season. Are we just going to ignore the fact that the Steelers also signed Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky? Trubisky. Yeah. We, we, we I think we went over that last Yeah, week. yeah we did. We uh, did. Uh, but that um, – Steelers are getting a, a stack. Quarterback. I, I think he's still a good quarterback. Uh, He'll be good at the coaching staff field in Chicago. We'll get into that later, and we'll get into uh, what I uh, predict. But uh, another big piece of news is the Bills signed Von Miller to a six-year, $120 million contract. That's a massive, That's massive deal. massive. And it's massive for the Bills. They needed a pass rusher to uh, complement their defense. They got a good secondary. They just needed a good pass rusher. I think this is a great news if you're a Buffalo fan because uh, Von Miller's on your team. Yeah. We, uh, like we said before, I know we mentioned, we didn't mention it on the podcast, but we said Von Miller basically finessed his way into that trade. Six years, he's 32 years old. I mean, great for him, but like the Bills, you're getting a great guy on your team. I, that I, defense was electric last year. Just add Von Miller onto that. It was You're the number going. one defense in the league. I mean, and they'll get some more pass rush now with that, and that'll help if your defense uh, stops more three and outs and more uh, takeaways. It gives your offense more momentum, more things to deal with, which is always good. And that offense could uh, mm-hmm. uh, take a step up. Also, OJ Howard signed a one-year deal to the um, Buffalo Bills, which is good uh, to compliment mm-hmm. Knox. He'll get another tight end, a guy that's it's very good. OJ Howard is not no slouch of a tight end. He is very good. He was injured last season, but he is signing on with a new team. Another thing we also saw is um, two things. Jakeem Grant from the Bears is now on the Browns, and Baker, another thing with the Browns, Baker was skeptical about his, he released a letter last week about uh, a bunch of stuff with him and the Browns, so he doesn't want to be in them anymore. Right now we're seeing trade rumors, or not trade rumors. And just, it led yeah, to the big elephant in the room, the Deshaun Watson trade. Three exactly. first-round picks and a fifth-round pick. And he sent to Cleveland. That is a huge, huge, uh, huge yeah. trade. I, I mean, we were we all thought that uh, Cleveland was out of the conversation. Apparently, it was the reports were that it was cold there. He didn't want to play in cold. He pl- played in uh, Houston. He pl- played in the s- southern areas uh, his whole uh, childhood as a kid. And uh, he didn't want to go cold weather. And then they called him back. Said, "Hey, we can do it. He's got the best guaranteed money." Ever in a contract, yeah. two hundred million dollars guaranteed. Who that man's laughing to the bank? Yeah, exactly. Deshaun Watson. He's played two seasons, then he had all the scandals last year. Basically, a way- Nick Chubb dangerous with Peoples Jones with Amari Cooper. Now he's got this main weapon. We know Nick Chubb is a beast. Miles Garrett. You got Nick Chubb. Think of it. Got, uh, think of that division now. They got uh, Mitch. Hunt? They. Got- Think of that division. They got Lamar, they got Mitch, they got Watson, <laughs> like and they got division. they got Mitch Trubisky, and then they got Joey B. That's going to be a first I mean, it's, division. It's a, good, it's a good division. It gives the AFC West a run for their money of, of best divisions. We've all been talking about the AFC West and how good they have done. But to speak on another piece of AFC news, the Rams are expected to sign Raheem Moser to their running back core, yeah. which is good. He's a guy that he's not gonna get. He's not gonna be your number one guy, but he could be a running back by committee, a good uh, option to the goal line. Uh, he was very good, and very explosive when healthy, though. You never know. I mean, they're gonna put him, and he's gonna get out after one snap. He's gonna get injured for the season. And <laughs> another knows? thing, he's good if he doesn't break. Moving along the.
Raiders making major signings this week. We got not, they're not in California, they're in Las Vegas. I know, around the California area. <laughs> uh, then uh yeah, Raiders signing Chandler Jones onto their defense. Yeah, that's that's a good signing. I mean Chandler Jones is he's very good. He was on the Cardinals uh for a lot of years and uh now he move, he's moving on. Uh it'll add a very good uh pass rush. They need to add some more pass rush to help Matt Crosby out and yeah. uh, I think they did so with that signing. It's a very good uh, now to pivot back to the NFC, we had uh, the Buccaneers reach an agreement with wide receiver Chris Godwin to extend his contract to a three-year, $60 million deal. Good for both parties, Yeah, and I think it's nice that he's staying in Tampa Bay. Another thing, back to the Raiders, Devontae to the Raiders. Devontae that, was the was Raiders. Amazing, that was an amazing, amazing trade, trade by the Raiders. You managed to get, like, Arguably the best receiver in the league. I'm going to back up Devontae more now because he's not on the Packers. I'm going to say you managed to get the pretty much the number one receiver in yeah, the league. Now, as he's traded now, we as yeah, Bears yeah, yeah. fans can admit he is yeah, the best can. wide receiver yeah. in the league. But you managed, to get, you managed to get the best receiver in the league for only picks in this year. You only gave up a first and a second. So they go back to next year, and they literally get another first-round pick, which is amazing because you only give up one year for this guy. That was an absolute steal for them, an absolute steal for Devontae because he gets to play in a warm climate in a new stadium with a great team and with his college quarterback, Derek Carr. Yeah, another key uh, release is Julio Jones was yep. released. He is expected to sign with somebody, and we, we do not know yet. Uh, Tom Brady gave him a call, hey, let's go to Tampa Bay. Let's see if that happens. We don't know if it will happen, but uh, another key notable guy that got released, Fletcher Cox. Very good for any any uh, defensive line that you want to fill a yeah. need there. He's Akeem older. Hicks is still on yeah. the free agency mark. We haven't seen where he – Another um, thing? He signed, and the yeah. Bengals did re-sign Eli Apple for losing him a Super Bowl. Toaster. For him, for causing them to lose a Super Bowl, they're going to re-sign him to a $4 million deal. So he's going to get another $4 million yeah. for letting a wide receiver score touch. Another thing is I want to say nice. we kind of messed up with the Raheem Mostert news. He's on the Dolphins. He officially signed with the Dolphins, not the yeah. Rams. Oh, oh I said, said the Rams? You said Rams. No, I, I meant Dolphins. Oh, yeah, my yeah, gosh. No, yeah. Now we're going to go back to that. He's going to... Basically, he's going to be the RB1 there. We don't know if he's going to get injured or not. but Running back by committee there. Yeah. So, um, who knows about that? Damian Williams signed a one-year deal with the Falcons to complement uh, the running game with Cordell Patterson, who just re-signed with the Falcons this uh, week. Yeah, right. another thing. Really hurts us Bears fans, but Pat O'Donnell on the Packers now. We really thought. He said he was going to retire a Bear for life. I feel tr- betrayed. It's I've... It's... I, he, his I, brother I, has a Pat O'Donnell jersey. I'm crying internally. Yeah, like <sighs> franchise punter. <laughs> franchise Ruined punter. out the window. But no, you gotta get some young guy. Say. Bears you are getting younger. You wish you were in the. You remember the good old days, but oh gosh. Yeah, that, another that, thing right. is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still out there for any team that really wants him. The Niners aren't giving him up. Colts news. We'll cover that later. The rumors on it here are he is going to the Colts, but we know what happened there. We'll cover that later. Uh, you guys probably know by now, but we don't know where Jimmy G is going to go if the Niners will keep him. We'll get into that later. But Chiefs free agent Byron Pringle was expected to sign with the Bears, and he did sign with the Bears on a one-year $6 million uh, contract. That doesn't really help the Bears as much, but they don't truly have a number one. This guy's fast. He could be a number two, but I don't think Darnell he Mooney, I think, one. is their number Very one. Very questionable decision yeah. by the coaching staff, but... He is a younger guy, which could help him. He was fast last year. He could help him in returns, but, I mean, he's a great guy. I wish they went for someone like Juju, but Juju, we know, went to the Chiefs, as we're going to cover that. Um, but another thing is, I majorly, I want the Bears to pick up Tyron Matthew. Even though he's older, he's still out there. They're not going to pick him up. They're not going to pick him up. He's They're going for some younger guys. They're drafting for the future. But The Titans signed Austin Hooper to a one-year contract worth $6 million. Good for him. He's getting some money. And the Titans, they should use him pretty pretty well there in that offense. Um, the Browns are now having trade calls for Baker Mayfield. Who knows where is he gonna go? Is he gonna go to Carolina? Is he gonna go to Seattle? Those are like the really the two options that stick out to me. I think it's gonna be Carolina. Carolina desperately needs a quarterback. I think he could fill their option. Mm-hmm. I think Carolina could also draft a quarterback. Yeah. Maybe if Baker's not the option, this guy could be the option. So I think I think it makes the most sense for for them to do so. Like yeah, that. And I, I and I honestly yeah. think the Seattle Seahawks are very content with Drew Lock. Yeah, I mean, that's their quarterback. That's their guy. They're sticking with that. They're, I think they gave up 
enough for Russ that they got to stick with Drews at that, that filler piece until next year when they could get that draft pick. They don't want to do good this year, so they could get the bad draft pick and get that young quarterback next year when the quarterback class is better. Very much so. And we just touched on it um, earlier, but Juju Smith signed with the Chiefs on a one-year deal, $10 million. So they don't really tr- trust – they don't really – not really trust him – but they do uh, have ten million to give him th- this year, and uh, yeah. hopefully uh, he'll go ball out. I mean, he's not going to be the number one there like he was in Pittsburgh, so maybe he'll have better luck. Because when he was the number two, he was very, very good with uh, yeah. Antonio Brown, and uh, he was he was a very good wide receiver. So let's see if that could happen. Uh, the pairing up between uh, this is going to be like the most dynamic duo of the century, uh, pairing up uh, Jackson Mahomes and Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, yeah, and Brittany Mahomes. Some, Patrick is in for a treat this to year. Make some, <laughs> to if he make wants to, a... if Patrick wants to compete with the entire AFC, his division being stacked, the uh, uh, the fucking the Bengals division being stacked. Does, does he know that it gives people motivation when they play yeah. him to see Jackson Mahomes on the sideline tic tac dancing? Yeah, really, r- real quick. Are we just gonna mention this mic setup <laughs> coming from the ceiling? Hey, whatever works, <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> Another thing is Allen Robinson being released by the Bears, as we all know, and then he got picked up by the Rams. The Rams are in a very interesting situation, which we also know Robert... Oh, where did he go? Robert Woods uh, got traded. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He got picked up by someone. Robert Woods... Oh, Robert Woods? Oh, Robert Woods got traded to the Titans, right? Oh yeah, Robert Woods to the Titans. The Titans need another guy that won two with for a Ro- six round draft pick. First, yeah, it was which, Robert Woods for a six rounder. If my team had a six round draft pick, I would just send it to him right away. If that's all it took was to get him there, I don't know why more teams didn't call yeah. or add it for like a fifth round or a fourth round draft pick. Mm-hmm. I would. I don't think I'd spend a fourth, but even I'd spend though, a fifth. yeah. But, like, it just doesn't make sense why more teams wouldn't go for it. I guess cat space, I don't get why the Bears didn't go for it. I don't get why other teams like that didn't go for yeah, it. Other teams it that just are, didn't yeah. make sense to me. Other teams that are wide receiver desperate didn't go for him. He's still somewhat young guy. I'm not, he's coming off of an injury, but... I mean, he's a pretty... He's an older guy. He's yeah, in his yeah. 30s. So, I mean, he's coming off an injury, which is always... You know, you don't know. He's going to be back earlier than uh, someone like a Odell Beckham Jr. So... They still they still have to resign Odell, so maybe they do. Yeah, the Rams are maybe in an interesting won't. spot. They got they got Allen Robinson, they got Cooper Cup, they got OBJ. That's a big not three OBJ duo. OBJ under contract. Yeah, not necessarily, but if they resign him, and they also got Van Jefferson. They got some guys there. Another notable news to say: the Cowboys signed a really good underrated wide receiver, in my opinion. Uh, wide receiver James Washington out of Pittsburgh. That is a very good wide receiver right there. He was a wide receiver one basically mm-hmm. when. Juju wasn't was out. He was the guy they went to, and he caught a lot more balls than Juju did. And he was very good. And I think it's a very underrated. And in that offense, you're gonna need some guys to step up. C.D. Lamb's gonna be the number one, obviously. The number two would be Michael Gallup. Number three would be James Washington. I think he could definitely either fight for that number two or. Yeah. He could um, stay at the number three, and I think he could be very, very productive. Yep, and another thing is the Patriots are hosting free agent Malcolm Butler, the Super Bowl-saving corner. He ride off that He's old. He's older. He's 32 right now, but I think Bill Belichick wants him back, and he's going to come back. He's going to come back. Bill Belichick will do whatever he can to get him back. Another form of uh, draft news is linebacker David Ogunjobi. Obajoe, who injured himself during his pro day, had a torn Achilles, and it was very concerning. Uh, not many people around the NFL seem to be really concerned, but uh, he's that's that's a huge draft. That's like a first round draft pick. Oh no, yeah, like no, it's the, it's the other guy. Larry Ogajobi was the guy that was gonna sign with the Bears. That no, was a, no, this is uh, this guy. Yeah, that's a Michigan guy, Larry Ogajobi. David Ojabo or something. Ojabo. Whatever. (laughs) But back to the Larry Ogajobi. He didn't sign with the Bears officially. They were going to sign him. He was welcome to Chicago, but he failed his physical. And the Bears didn't accept him to his team because of a failed physical, which I give credit to the Bears for. Because if you have a guy that you got, but he's not healthy, I'd rather you sign a younger guy that is healthy, but isn't as great. Because if he's not healthy, don't sign him. He's a waste of money then. But the Bears did pick up Al Quanid Muhammad, who's a defensive end from the Colts. Uh, he's been great the past couple years. His stat lines were amazing. But we're going to get into the most recent news that we found out today. Oh. Matt Ryan 
to the Colts. Oh, we're getting into that already? Yeah, we'll I'm go not back. Even up. We'll go back. Matt Ryan to the Colts. Oh, Matt Ryan to the Colts. I think it's a good signing of the best quarterback you had available. I think as soon as the Falcons, reports were saying that as soon as the Falcons had interest in Deshaun Watson, the Colts got the phone. They called Matt Ryan. Apparently, Matt Ryan was their guy all along. Mm -hmm. So they called Matt. They called up the Falcons and said, hey, are you ready to get rid of Matt Ryan? And they're ready to get rid of him. They got, what was the pick that it, they sent uh, him? Like they third? Sent, yeah, they sent a third rounder for a him. A third round pick for him. Which is a steal. Him. For a guy which that's is, been to a Super Bowl, had playoff runs, who had decent years. Uh, Frank Reich said, let me have the opposite of Carson Wentz, and that's where he got Matt Ryan. Because, I mean, Matt Ryan's a very very conservative guy where he doesn't really like throwing the ball. Not like throwing like throwing the ball yeah. like through really bad situations. I mean, he'll throw interceptions, but he won't throw like uh, when he's like with his left hand. Yeah, another thing like as we've been mentioning. Crazy like that. With that uh, Colts team, they also got Pittman, they got JT, they got a good offense, they got Quinton Nelson. They got a good offense, added decent quarterback to it who's been on a team that's been bad these past years good, with a good team that we saw with uh, Matt when not with, uh, with Matt Stafford when he got to the Rams. He did great because he was on the Lions forever and mentioned that Colts defense as well that could help him out. Oh, definitely. I think that Colts team is, is primed to go on a run here, maybe to the playoffs. I don't think a Super Bowl is in their cards. No, not, in the, I, not uh, in the next few not years. Not in the next few years. I think Matt Ryan might be a placeholder for other quarterbacks. I mean, what really hurt this team is when Andrew Luck yeah. left years ago. They haven't been able to f uh, find a, a suitable QB. They could have had a Super Bowl by now with, if, they, if he was there. But another uh, notable news, the Rams are giving Matthew Stafford a four-year, $160 million extension that includes $135 million guaranteed. What great for thoughts? Matthew Stafford. I mean, he was great last year. I don't see why you don't re-sign him. Um, great guy. Uh, I mean, he's a Proud great quarterback. Uh, and they, they just spend money. And, uh, they're, just getting, they're just pulling money out of nowhere. Jacoby Brissett uh, expected to sign with the Browns, so he is their backup. Yeah, Baker is going to be on the move definitely soon. The Bills traded for quarterback Case Keenum as their backup. They gave us seventh for They gave us seven, which, which is a steal. Is a very, yeah. well, it, it is a steal for the fact that if Josh Allen does go down, Case Keenum is a good backup to fill up for, and he'll win you some games. That may that may be a move that uh, that leads them to a playoff, like our first seed or something like that. That that is a good move out there. Um, the Browns and uh, Will Fuller have a mutual agreement. Like they're looking into maybe coming together, which could be very uh, optional now that uh, Deshaun Watson's there and he he could come to Cleveland. And I think he's a very fast wide receiver. The only thing that uh, has hurt him is his uh, injury, his injury prone. And uh, who knows? But um, yeah. And another piece of news is Jamin Winston re-signed with the with the Saints on a two-year. Uh, $28 million deal, which is great for the Saints. I know they're low on money. Uh, Jameis Winston was great for them last year. He's getting a low paycheck, but great for I, him. I think he's the, he's the best guy they had to, yeah. uh, at the time. Uh, I don't think they could have afforded someone like Deshaun Watson, or maybe they could have. Who knows? But um, I think they, they were forced their hand to yeah. having to go to him. The Packers are re-signing uh, tight end Robert Tunyon, which he, he's a very good tight end. He's on the little bit older side, but uh, he's a very good tight end to have. He got injured last, midway through last season. Uh, good addition to have him back. We mentioned the Robert Woods trade to the Titans already. And now the Dude. very most recent piece of news is the Falcons are signing Marcus Mariota. I think it what really struck their relationship with Matt Ryan was when they were taking calls about Deshaun Watson. He's like, oh, you really want to get rid of me? You're going to move on now? All right. And then they Colts sent a trade once they saw, like you said. And then the Matt Ryan's on the Colts now. Marcus and then, Mariota's their number one guy now. He's got a yeah. chance. He'll, he'll, it'll be a building year. They got Kyle Pitts. They got they got Kyle Pitts. Cordero. They re-signed Cordero. Uh, Who's that one cornerback on the Falcons? They got really. Oh yeah, good there was that good guy. Now. Yeah, there was that good guy last year. Was Terrell? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's that's the guy. He's very good. Uh, but uh, they got some rebuilding to do there in the Falcons' vicinity. Um, what else? Is yeah, and then uh, I really think that the Falcons picked up a good guy. Marcus Mariota was the backup for the Raiders, which I don't think he's a backup quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He's a Heisman winning quarterback, but he's like he was the best guy out there for the Falcons once they got rid of Matt Ryan, and he's he's getting on the older side now, 
But I think he's a still a good placeholder guy until you can get those couple years out of him. Uh, Bills are signing wide receiver Jameson Crowder to a one-year deal. He's a very good wide receiver. Not many people know of him about him because yeah. he plays for the Jets. But I think that was a very good pickup from the Bills to add as a number two option to Stephon Diggs because uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I don't believe, will be there next year. Now, let's get into our next segment. Our next segment's going to be March Madness. Yes, we are. Anytime sports podcast. Um, we're going to cover all sports for this one. I'm just going to go over the teams that are left in the Sweet 16. And uh, some of the shocking news yeah. that event has happened. Uh, number one, Gonzaga against number four, Arkansas. Uh, we got number three, Texas Tech against number two, Duke. Uh, we got North Carolina against UCLA. North Carolina beating the number one seed, Baylor. Um, we got UC, oh yeah, UCLA is playing North Dakota, or no, no, North Carolina. Uh, St. Peter's against Purdue. St. Peter's, the 15th seed, beating Kentucky I mean, and St. Murray. Oh, I mean, that is like a, uh, a, a wild story. I mean, that's a very small, small school beating these bigger schools, and they had yet to have a, uh, March Madness win in, ever in yeah. their school's history, and now they have two. They're headed on to the Sweet 16. Absolutely phenomenal. Credit to this team. This team fights, and they dig, and that's why we love March Madness. Yeah, Doug a dirt carrying them on. Uh, Arizona number one against Houston is the fifth seed. They're against each other in the Sweet 16. Michigan 11, and Villanova the second seed. And then the last one, or the second to last one, is the first seed, Kansas, against number four, Providence. And then we got... The 11th seed, Iowa State, against the 10th seed, Miami. A couple notable upsets that have happened is number 10 seed, Miami, torched number 2 seed, Auburn, and mm-hmm. uh, they become the third team, ACC team to reach the Sweet 16. Iowa State had beaten number 3, Wisconsin, which Big Ten teams, they had 9 enter the tournament, and a lot of them haven't panned out. They had the best... They had a pretty good odds of one of those teams winning at all, and they they uh, blew it up. They really haven't done very good. The um, the Mich- Michigan stuns Tennessee, yep. a number three seed, to win their matchup. And number nine North Carolina edges out the no- number one Baylor despite Baylor's comeback. And then also, what is notable is like I mentioned, St. Murray's beating the number two seed Kentucky in the first round. Of the March Madness playoffs, uh, we will not know who moves on to the Elite Eight uh, until this weekend on the twenty. Actually, the twenty sixth and twenty seventh are the next. Are games. you looking at your own bracket? Is that what you're this looking? This is at? my own bracket. No, my own bracket's messed up. I'm not even showing mine right now. <laughs> well, who did you have winning it all? Uh, I had, I think in the final, I still have Gun. I had Gonzaga and I think I had. Shoot, I can't remember. I. Oh, yeah, I had uh, Gonzaga and Villanova in the finals, and wow. Gonzaga winning it all. Villanova and Gonzaga are still in, but the rest of the stuff are messed up. Yeah, the rest of the stuff are messed up. At least you still got your top two that are still in it. Let's go to our next segment. Our next segment is what we like to call the quarterback. Uh, who's going to have the best yep. season? What you may not know is this, in the AFC. This is uh, actually a presentation. For you guys, we're gonna get you uh get you all in depth on our uh, next quarterbacks. Uh, yes, uh, we're gonna top uh, the top ten quarterbacks in each conference, and this is how we believe they're gonna finish. They're in stat wise, we believe these guys are gonna have great years. Top ten, one being the best, ten being the worst. Not necessarily who's the best right now, comparable with their stats last year. We're just looking at their stats last year, making educated guesses about this year and predictions. And if we're right, we're right. And if we're wrong, you can call us dumb. But uh, and yeah, this is this is based on our opinion. This isn't based off any stats. I didn't look at the stats at all. I just put the stats I in lo- there. I looked at some stats, right. and some of, and a lot of it's based off of their own opinion. But coming in at number ten in the AFC, Davis Mills. <laughs> now hear me out, Davis Mills. Can you uh, go to the next slide? Davis Mills, if you look at his last four games, and I don't know if you could see that on the TV, and I probably don't think you can, but I'll uh, I'll explain it. They had a loss versus Tennessee, 
But if they had a defense there, they probably would have won that game. He was 23 of 33 for 301 yards, three touchdown passes. That's very good. And if the Texans have an offensive line to help him out and give him some weapons, he's very good. Why do you think the Texans were okay with letting Deshaun Watson just walk away? I think. Well, just yeah. just walk away. They, they wanted, there was reports coming out, they want to build around Davis Mills. Davis Mills is a guy there in Houston. Yeah. He's very good. If you look at uh, the if you look at the last four games, he learned how to be a professional quarterback. Yes, he was a rookie last season, so he was kind of learning his way, and he did very good uh yeah, better I, than some of the other rookies, I'd say. Yeah, personally, I'm gonna admit, it, I honestly last year didn't realize that he was a rookie. I didn't know who he was until he showed up at this Jags game and then showed up at this Chargers game, slaughtering him. And then I, I really only knew Tyrod Taylor as a starter last year, but Davis Mills showed up. Davis Mills showed up in the injury, and he is their guy going forward. I really, I really believe he's a, a very good alternative for not having Deshaun Watson. He's a very good guy. He can build around him. And he's going to be very good. His deep ball accuracy is very good, as we can see. We'll break down some of the yeah. – uh, run the first clip. And then also I want to mention that I think they went with Davis Mills over Deshaun Watson, A, because he showed si signs of being amazing in these last couple games and when he actually got the chance to start and actually was consistent, he was great. And plus all their struggles with Deshaun, they didn't know what was going to happen. They were accepting trades for this guy that could get so much value for when they already have this very young guy. Yeah, do the next next clip. Play oh no, you don't have to. You skipped past it twice, didn't you? No. Yeah, you did. Alright, we're gonna play Collins' first clip. It'll play automatically, right? Maybe not. Yeah, you skipped past Okay, do this one. Or not. Sorry, technical difficulties. Can you press play? I know. That's fine. We'll just do this one. This clip three step drop. Davis Mills throws. Nice deep ball touch. Right in. And there's a touchdown. You can mute the, you can mute your computer because you don't need the sound. That's fine. I'd mute it. Davis Mills throwing absolute dots. Oh, oh, okay, that goes into our next guy. We don't, we don't look, look at that. All right, so we're just gonna let's just cover up Davis Mills. Honestly, great number ten for you, even though the AFC I think is stacked. He, he's stacked with quarterbacks, but I believe this guy could. I put him over someone like Trevor Lawrence because I, I just don't know what Trevor Lawrence yeah. Even though he's the number one draft pick, he's very good, very talented. Probably even more talented than Davis Mills, but I think Davis Mills will have a better stat line even though the next season. Both guys seem kind of similar to me. Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills showed more signs last year. Trevor Lawrence was kind of just meh last year. Maybe this year with a better coach and a better system, he'll be great. He could prove us wrong. We never know. Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence. Heading on to number nine. Number nine would be Mitchell Trubisky. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. Did you just say Mitchell Trubisky? Yes, I did. I said Mitch Trubisky is going to be the number nine best stat line quarterback in the AFC next season. If you think about it, he was failed by the Chicago coaching staff. We all know now that Matt Nagy was not as good as he was as a head coach. He was kind of failed from the beginning. There was reports coming out that he didn't meet with Mitchell Trubisky at the end of year meetings, and he was he was not very help helping the young quarterback out. I believe he needed to change the scenery. He went to Buffalo, and if if we all remember, Buffalo kind of fixed Josh Allen to what he was. His rookie year wasn't as great. They fixed some mechanical issues, and he went on to be the quarterback he is now today. Uh, I think they, they they could do the same thing with Mitchell Trubisky. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a is a good young prospect, and I believe he with another shot with a good coaching staff like yeah. he'll have in in uh, Pittsburgh. I think it'll be a great option. Run the first clip, and then real quick, I want to mention most of these guys you'll see in here are from the AFC North and the AFC West because those divisions are absolutely stacked. <laughs> All right. The stat line, his stat line is uh, career touchdowns. He has 64 to 38 interceptions. Not that great. Honestly, I think they could uh, fix the interception issues that Trubisky has had. His best year was in 2018 when he had 24 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. We all know those 2018 Bears were insane. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's head into the first clip. First clip of him as a Bill in the regular season. It'll play automatically. You just got to wait. And many people say he's slow. Well, I don't believe so. I think he's got some speed to him. He's got a little kick to him. A, a bootleg out for a touchdown. 
Very good. Fast guy. The next clip is him throwing in the Bears preseason game. One two-step drop, feels the pressure, unloads, fires it to the outside. Beautiful out route right there. Mitchell Trubisky threw the ball right on the money. Just for a five-yard game, he doesn't have to hit you the home run ball every single time, but he's a very good quarterback. Now heading on to... Wait, real quick, I want to mention about Mitch before we move on to Deshaun. We, I want to mention that last year, he really didn't get much of a shot to start, just like Marcus Mariota, just because they were starting behind guys that are so great, like Derek Carr, and he was starting, Mitch Trubisky was starting behind Josh Allen. They didn't get much chances to play last year, which would be great because they'll be wanting revenge, wanting a vengeance. Um, and then next quarterback count. Next quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is at he's gonna make his return eight because he's been out for a year. He we we know he's very good. We know he's a very good quarterback. His stats prove that. In fact, and this offense looks very dangerous on paper, but uh, it's a very much a run game. But now they have the ability to pass. I believe they will pass, but it'll be a little uh, learning curve, in my opinion. In the beginning of the season, he'll maybe the first four weeks not be as good as he he was ending his his season at the Texans two years ago. But I, I do believe he's going to have a great season. I believe he'll be in the top ten AFC quarterbacks. If you want to uh, go to the stat line, uh, you definitely can't read that with the background. Yeah. All that, so I will say he's got 1,400 yards, 104 touchdowns to 36 interceptions. He's a very good quarterback, and um, and yeah, uh, he showed let's, his uh, stats. Let's run the clip. I don't even know if those, they'll be able to yeah. see it. I'll they can see the clip. It. Uh, Watson steps back, unloads, fires the ball downfield to a beautiful DeAndre Hopkins. That's how long he was. He was out for DeAndre Hopkins on the Texans. So that is very good. Go to the next clip. On to the next clip. The next clip, Deshaun Watson play, snaps it into a play action. Nice bootleg, steps back. Good, good protection, throws. Good, nice deep ball touch to a wide open Branded Cooks on that round. So he's got the deep ball. He knows how to use it, and that's why yeah. he is at my number. Overall, eight. Deshaun Watson with a better unit with Nick Chubb as the with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt at the good one two, and they got the good receivers. They got Amari Cooper now. They'll be a great team next year, a solid team to compete in the AFC. Along with that amazing O line, so if Deshaun gets some time in the pocket, we know he can run. If he gets some time in the pocket, he also sling the ball as well. Very much so. At number seven, I have Derek Carr, and for. Very good reasons. He had a very good 2021 season. He he surprised most of us, and he led that team to the playoffs. And they, they were first-round exits, but they, he was a very good quarterback. He was above average, I'd say, and I think he'll be above average this season. He's number seven on my list in top ten quarterbacks, and mostly because the reuniting of college roommates, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr, these two are very close. They work in the offseason. They have worked in the offseason before. That's why I believe Derek Carr is going to be a really good yeah. quarterback. Especially, and I believe he'll yeah. be ahead of someone like Deshaun Watson just because Deshaun Watson hasn't played for a while. Especially, he could even be higher than seven. Especially that you see he has this Devontae. He has that connection. He has that special connection that Devontae and Aaron Rodgers don't have because they played together in his early stages. You see how he developed in Green Bay, moving so, that and over. they do practice during the offseason, and they've, yeah. uh, they've thrown together in the offseason. So, I mean... These two are, are very familiar with each other. I think it'll be very easy, quick, off the go. They're ready to go. Um, I yeah. could definitely see him doing that. We have a couple clips here for you to show. Oh, his, his stat, stat line? line. He's at 193 touchdowns to 85 interceptions. His uh, rating is 92.4. He's basically gotten better over the years. His last his 2021 year. stats, like I was mentioning. Uh, that kind of tapered off, but he had 23 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Very good year for him. All right, on to the clips. First clip. If you want to press play, can you? Uh, you can get the mouse thing out of the way. Steps back, throws. Beautiful ball in the middle to the tight end. Right open, very quick, one, two seconds. That is how you're supposed to be done. You're taught as a quarterback. Now against Washington. Oh, now against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers have a very good defense. This is earlier on in the season. Sorry, it's not playing, but uh, it's now. playing right now. Derek Carr steps back, two steps, fires, throws to a wide open Henry Ruggs. 
which he won't have this season. But it was a nice in-route run by him and beautifully on the money, threading the needle between the DBs. That is why he is at number seven, on my opinion. All right, number, number six. six would have to be the Russell Wilson himself, moving from the NFC to the AFC. And the reason why he's number six is because he kind of had a lull of a season last year. Yes, he did get injured, and they weren't as good, but he didn't look as great. But I believe he can fix that here in Denver. Denver is a very unique opportunity to thrive there. They got a good offensive line. They got they can get a run game going. They got a good uh, some good wide receiver Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, some good guys there, and uh, they got something to build on. And I believe in in Denver you could throw that ball mile high. So he's gonna have a <laughs> whale mile high reference. Yeah, but a whale yeah. of a time throwing the ball there, and I think that's why I think Russell Wilson will be number six on my list. Which I think they should also pick up Bobby Wagner to help that defense out. The defense is amazing. It's a very young team. Russell Wilson's got a few years left in him. Um, I think it's a great pickup by Denver. A great he could be he could ball out next year. Obviously, you said um, he could. Even though we could see, could see Derek Carr being better than Russell Wilson, we could see Russell Wilson being like last year end of the season Russell Wilson. We never know. We could see Russell Wilson being like how we know he can play. His stat line. His stat line. His uh, last season stat line. He threw three thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns, and six interceptions. His career touchdown to interception is uh, two hundred and ninety two touchdowns to eighty seven inter- interceptions. He had one hundred one point eight quarterback rating. And now that he ruined it, number five would have to be you went too far. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a very good quarterback. He was. I, I, I got to stop saying very good quarterback. I'm saying very good quarterback to all these guys because, of course, if you're top 10 in your division, you're going to be a good quarterback. At number five, I have Lamar Jackson, mostly because he was injured last season. And uh, we don't know with that offense how it's going to be. Maybe if they get A-B, it could be electric. Uh, but uh, we haven't seen sort of a a great not like he's had good seasons, yeah. but have an amazing season like he did at the MVP type yeah, year. His stat line goes as follows. 2021, he was... Uh, how many yards? 2,800 yards, yeah. 16 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Not very good touchdown-interception ratio, but he was injured. Maybe a couple of those games he gets him back. He gets some more TDs. But um, he's a very good running guy, too. So I think his stat line, uh, he's top five. I think he's definitely dropped, but I think he's he's got something to prove, and uh, I hope he proves me wrong. Real quick, Colin, I want to call you out on something. Colin made the AFC list, just so you guys know, and I'm disappointed that you didn't include Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert? Yeah, he's on there. You didn't include Justin Herbert in your list? Herbert's in my list. No, he's not on your list. He's in my list. Yeah, he's in my list. Where? I don't... I think I forgot to make a, make a slide for him, but he's you in forgot my to list. make. Uh, we could have him be number. We could have him be number four with this next guy. They could both be on the same stat line because they're both the same. Well, no, no, Someone no, no, skill set. I have number. Yeah, yeah. We forgot number three. Here, you can explain. Right. Number four. Well, I will number quickly <laughs> get a number three because we didn't put number three down there. And uh, as you know, now you probably know what it is. Number four, obviously. Joe Burr, all right, Joe Burr, uh, make it to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl run, I don't know if it's because it was an easy AFC last year, it's going to be a very interesting season, just due to the fact and how many great teams are going to be in the AFC this year, and how many teams he's going to have to go against, how he's going to have to go against the Browns twice, the Steelers twice, and the Broncos twice, we know that they're not the same division, no, and the Ravens twice, my bad, <laughs> But yeah, they're gonna have to. He's gonna have to go against some tough competition. Um, maybe get some help on the line. Obviously this year. Um, but I think Joe Burrow definitely gonna be a top quarterback. Um, while Colin finishes up, I'm gonna try to stall for a bit. Um, most definitely made the Super Bowl. Just explain like they're a very very young team. He's got a very. It's a very young team. Very good receiving core. Very young. You got Tyler Boyd. You got. Uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase definitely could get better on the offensive line. I think they did do so, and I think they're, yeah. they're moving forward in the right direction as a team. One thing, one question mark I have: I like the coaching. I just don't think it's as as great as other other um, other coaches. Yeah, as. we'll get into a stat line real quick. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow only had two years his first uh, 
First uh, season, he had 2,000 yards for 13 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Last season, 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions, which is great. He had the Jamar Chase connection, made it to the Super Bowl just because of that connection, I believe. They need a better defense. They could have. They were a great team. They could have beat that Rams team if they had one big guy on their defense, maybe Bobby Wagner, who's still out there, maybe uh, Stephon Gilmore, maybe one of those older guys, like a veteran that could coach the younger guys. Definitely so, and we can move on to our next guy if we do so. No, no, no. All right, we need, uh, we need to uh, load back in. I'm going to exit out of this presentation real quick, and don't mind the number two. And we just saw right there, experiencing technical difficulties. Just press slideshow again. It's it's loaded. Yep, and we're going to, what I call Colin out, and we're going to the next guy. And one second. Oh, number three, three. Justin Herbert. Like, like, he spoiled already. It was on my list. Justin Herbert was the guy. Um, they did a very good job last season. I think Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are the exact same. I think their stat line, it could be, it could have been either or. Uh, and I, I definitely do believe that uh, he's got a very good situation with that defense being as good as it is. It allow him to be on the field more and put uh, less pressure on him. That's why I do believe he can honestly make a run. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think Justin Herbert, he's shown last year, when he was pushing through in the final overtime against the Raiders last year. A lot of year, fourth downs. I think that he, yeah, a lot of fourth downs. He's a fighting quarterback. He's a great guy. He's a very, very accurate and very strong quarterback. I think he has a great shot to be maybe beat some of these other guys in the top two and one in the AFC next year. Chargers could make a run with that electric defense next year. I know me and Colin are going to try to go to the Chargers game if we can um, in Indy, but, you know, I keep mentioning that every episode, but <laughs> Justin Herbert most definitely going to be a great guy next year. Let's go to his, his stat line. His stat line is as follows. He's got 69 career touchdowns. Nice. He's got <laughs> 25 interceptions. He's got an 97.9 rating. Very good rating for so far, great Justin stats Herbert. For two years in the league, it's great stats. Number two. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, as follows, I think he's going to have a Patrick Mahomes type season. We all take it for granted. Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback. He'll have he'll be number two on the stat line this season. And uh, let's go to his career stats. Enough said about him. We yeah. already said so. He's got 151 career touchdowns, 37 interceptions, 1800 yards. In his career last season, he had 4,839 yards with 37 TDs and 13 interceptions. Obviously, he has the most interceptions since 2018, but uh, that could be uh, helped out. Yeah, I think what could what that could take to kill a Chiefs team is one major injury, Travis Kelsey getting injured, Tyreek Hill getting injured. One of those main guys getting injured, I think that Chiefs team is going to have a tough time against an amazing AFC whole conference really and now to the number one guy on my list josh Allen. i'd agree with that 100 percent. josh allen is gonna have a amazing season i and i do think their defense has gotten better to put him on the field more and i definitely do believe they can address that run game get some more more guys in there and and get an actual run game going to help their pass game uh they just signed um uh von miller Von Miller, yeah, I was going to say Von Miller, but they also signed the wide receiver that I had just mentioned. Jameson Crowder, he's a very good wide receiver. He can be a very good wide receiver, too. They got Stephon Diggs. Of course, they got a lot of guys there, and I I do believe Josh Allen will have mm-hmm. the best stat line out of all the AFC quarterbacks this season. They did release Cole Beasley as well, but he wasn't much of a help last year. They didn't really utilize him last year, so I think uh, Josh Allen's a great shot to be number one. He's going to come bouncing back after that uh, overtime loss, which they are changing the overtime rules, I believe. Teams have uh, submitted well, proposals. Over, overtime rules for the playoffs. Yeah, for, for the, the playoffs. Season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Josh Allen. The Bills have made runs every year. They've been this close every single year. I think this is their year. All right. On to his stat line. His stat line goes as follows. He's got 103 touchdowns, the 46 interceptions. His uh, passer rating is 91. Uh, last season, he has 4,400 yards with 36 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Very good stat line for the year. Let's go... And that is my list. On uh, top That's QBs of the, the NFC now. This is your this list. Is my list. All right, number, <laughs> number ten. It got schoolboy Carson Wentz. Carson you know the Wentz. NFC isn't as stacked as the uh, as the AFC right now. Um, <laughs> the NFC is. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That, that photo looks like he's a he's, <laughs> he's a high school senior. 
dude, that he's is a high so school funny. senior on his senior night. His mom dude. made him take that photo, and he's cross arm like. <laughs> it's such a funny picture. It's he's so like, bad. His eyes Why are so big. To take that photo, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I agree with you. He's number ten, but but who else is there in the NFC? Well, How can you list ten see, quarterbacks in the see. NFC? He's the bottom tier of the list. How can you list ten quarterbacks in the NFC that are that great? Let, let me start. You you continue, and I'll get back to you. All right. Yeah, I think Carson Wentz. He's with a new team. He's with Gibson. He's with uh, Scary Terry. I think he could get. He could ball just enough to make it on my list. I <laughs> and I kind of wanted to put this picture on here as well, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not many great teams in the NFC like we've mentioned. They're going to have a tough go at it. All right, on to his stat line. Um, he, we know he was with the Eagles for a while. Uh, he has 20,000 career yards, 140 touchdowns, and 57 interceptions. We saw last year. Um, I know we discussed this a bit, but towards the end of last year, he's looked great. He looked like up coming up to the Jags game. He was having an amazing end of the season. They I made take a run. Matt Ryan over. Matt Ryan, he's I in the take... AFC now. No, he's in the NFC again. He's in the Falcons. He's on the Colts. He's on the Colts. That's why I didn't yeah, take yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would have added him, but oh, okay. Yeah, all I, right. I totally forgot. I, I had the biggest brain fart of all. On to number nine, Kirk Cousins. I know I said we've said Kirk Cousins is overrated. You like that? You like that? No, I don't <laughs> like that, Kurt. No, I don't like that, Kurt. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know, I had to say it. I'm sorry, I had to say it. You know, uh, the, you know, Kirk Cousins. We've mentioned this multiple times in the podcast. We had a whole episode saying he's overrated. Uh, no, I said, or people are saying he's underrated. We say he's overrated. I, I don't know. Jameis Winston is is my. Jameis I would Winston, put it number ten. Yeah, he's I arguably for number, number ten. 10. That was before he resigned, though. I made this before he resigned. It's all right. You're good. That's my argument. Um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins. He's played good. He's played bad multiple years. I think. I liked him when he was on Washington. Not so much in Minnesota. Minnesota has been sort of a Chicago team to me. Um, I don't know if I feel this is because I'm biased or not, but <laughs> all right. He's uh, very good. He's very on good. On his stat line, uh, uh, total is 32,593 career yards, 223 touchdowns, and 91 interceptions. He had a very good year last year. And yeah. If you look at his, his year, this is the best same year. where oh, no. Carson Wentz yeah. got his MVP season, <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, 33 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. He's, he had a very good year. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback uh, yeah. by any means, but he's not terrible. You know, he's not bad. He's, he's a top 9 quarterback. He's a top 9 quarterback, yes. Number 8 is Kyler Murray. Murray. On your list. I mean, we... Why number... I, I Number 8, Kyler Murray on this. your list. Listen I saw this. the other guys that are ahead of him. There's no way Kyler Murray is going to have a number Maybe 8 type year. It's you arguable. think he's going to have a down year? Maybe it's arguable. I don't know. He's He folded under pressure. Last year, he was amazing. He folded under pressure. I don't know if it's because he was exhausted because of the regular season. I might say my bad on this and might move him up to number maybe six or five. But <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's my bad on this. kind of low for him. But I mean, why, why do you, you don't think he's going to have a great season? Explain I, your thoughts. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm just really when I'm thinking of Kyler, I'm thinking the end of season Kyler, the playoff choking Kyler, even though I kind of forget that they went like 9-0. and for most of the season. I think they got to 12-0 and at a point, but they folded under pressure at the end of the season last year, but Kyler Murray proved me wrong. I want to see him. He's a good guy. I like to watch him play. He's small, but... Yeah. He's small? That's that's, that's why right. you like to like, watch right. him play. There's a stat line. Rear stat line. 70 touchdowns, 32 interceptions. Mm-hmm. On to number 7. I'd, po- I'd move Dak to 8, honestly, and move Kyler down. Uh, Dak, you know... No, I mean, I would I move Dak up to top 2, top 3. Top 3? He's going to have a great year next yeah, year. Yeah. Let's be honest. I yeah. mean, he's got you got James Washington there, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. That offense is absolutely packed. You know, their offensive line is always good there in Dallas. But why do you have him at number seven? I have him at number seven because, I mean, the guys before him I think are better arguably, but I think I could possibly move my uh, next guy after this up in place of Dak. But, yeah, I honestly think Dak is better than the next guy. But, I mean, Dak, we know Dak um, – he played amazing last year. Cowboys played played lights out. Possibly this year, getting rid of some guys that they don't need anymore, getting some more cap system that can make some more signings in the off season. Um, his stat line: he has 143 touchdowns, 50 interceptions, which is great. On to my next one, Jalen Hurts. I'd put him above uh, Dak. No. Why? I hate your list. This is the worst list I've this ever seen. This is a hot seen. take list. This is the most. 
This is a hot take you list. Hurt, I'm not going to say anything is, about Jalen Hurts. Hurts is going to have a better season than Dak. Is that what you're saying? You're saying Hurts is going to have a better season 22 than 22 touchdowns. Hurts is not going to have a better season than Dak. I in mean, his career. Oh, my gosh. We're moving on. Mm, <laughs> that pisses me off. Just because I think Dak's set up for success where in Philly, Jalen's not really... Set up for success. All right, then I'll, really I'll move. Guy. I'll move. I'll uh, move Jalen up. No, 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 no. This I'll move, is this is your list. It's not. I'm moving Jalen Hurts no, above it's, Kyler Murray. It's not. It's not my list. This is your list. So stick to what you like. I like that you're sticking to what you like. Let's move on to number five, though. Justin Fields, <laughs> <laughs> number five. I'm not biased at all. I'm saying he's he's. Going to be the best quarterback Chicago's ever had. He's got a year set. What does the coach think about the ranking? Too low. Number one. Yeah, what? yeah, Dicka. <laughs> speak up, speak up. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what? Um, D- Justin Fields, young guy, showed talent last year. I think Eberflus and... Uh, Come on, Dicka. All right. I think Eberflus will coach him. Even even though Eberflus isn't calling offensive plays, I think he's going to be a good motivator on that team. Justin Fields, get, he was getting more reps in the offseason with Juju. We're not with Juju. I forgot. They don't have Packers Juju anymore. Packers pass game coordinator coach is, yep, uh, uh, came over to be yep. our offensive coordinator. So that should be very good for us. Another thing, he's going to be calling plays, which we know. He was, he was great for the Packers. I mean, I don't know which guy you'll need to coach Aaron Rodgers, but, I mean, it's the Packers. They went great last year. Um, But I think Justin Fields and Darnold Mooney is going to be in top – Top receiver duo in the league. Oh, wow. Top receiver duo. Top receiver That's quarterback duo in the league. Bold, He's a seven statement. touchdowns, ten interceptions. We know he doesn't have much weapons. He's going to get handed <laughs> off to Montgomery Moore. Okay. Alright, number four, Trey Lance slash Jimmy uh, G. Oh my god. Uh, Alright, we don't know who's gonna start here. They haven't specified they're gonna get rid of Jimmy G. They're accepting trade offers, but no team really left needs a quarterback. We looked at that. Marcus Mariota went to the Falcons. I agree with Trey Lance, but Jimmy G is not a where is his top ten, but he's lower on the yeah. list if he is. That's but, I'm including both of them on this list just But Trey Lance is gonna yeah. be a top three guy, top four guy. It depends who they I, start he's with. He's absolutely phenomenal if you look at him in what, practice let, and what he's, just, what he's done, what reports yeah. have come out and said. He is a very good quarterback. I think four would be a good thing, but Jimmy G for oh. Let's address this. What do you think is going to go down in San Francisco? What's the San Francisco quarterback situation? It's Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to play. They're but just what wait, are they doing They're waiting Jimmy? to ship out Jimmy G. Like I said, there isn't any incentive in... in and dealing him right away. The, they did get, uh, I think they did get two firsts from the Colts for him, but they didn't accept it. They wanted more, which I think you take it and run. For when you get two firsts for Jimmy G, I think you two take first. it. Two firsts? No, I don't think they offered him two firsts for him. I think they, I saw that. They Oof. offered him two firsts. But I think, uh, I don't know what the Niners are going to do if they're going to stick with Jimmy G. If I don't think if he goes, they're going to, they're going to, I don't think they'll release him. I think they'll keep him, possibly give Trey Lance more reps next year. But if uh, yeah, if they don't release Jimmy, they'll probably keep Jimmy. Maybe start him for a bit until Trey is Trey is ready. But I wanted to see Trey play honestly. Even though Jimmy G's my Eastern guy, I, I really want to see Trey play help, help the Niners shine. All right, is their stat lines? Uh, this is Jimmy G's. He has seventy one <laughs> touchdowns, <laughs> thirty eight interceptions, and Colin just farted. Um, hey, you had to say that. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, Trey Lance, he has 600 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions. Didn't get many reps last year, but I'm looking forward to him playing next year. Um, number three, like the picture, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's Aaron Rodgers when he found out Devontae Adams was not going to play with him. This is a hot take, too. He could either be better than last year without Devontae, which I think he's going to go through some struggles. Well, they need think, to pick up a guy. top three, so he's definitely top three. You have yeah. him at three right now, so why do you think he's at three and not at two and one? I, the reason I wouldn't put him at two and one is because you're not so definite on what his weapons are going to be. If you have Alan Lazard as your number one, that's not great. You need to pick up OBJ. You need to pick up um, Julio Jones. You need to pick up those guys that will lead your team like Devontae has in these past years. But right now they're one and two are uh, Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, which we know him and Randall Cobb have had past experiences together. But I don't think he's a number two receiver. Um, really, Aaron Rodgers not having that Devontae connection this year will really impact his grade on my stat or on my sheet. Stat line: uh, forty-five career touch. Oh no, no, that's that. Nah, never mind, never mind. That's from twenty eleven. <laughs> I'm gonna read off his twenty twenty-one stats. He had thirty-seven touchdowns, four interceptions, and four thousand one hundred fifteen yards. I think Devontae played a major role in those yards. Um, Aaron Rodgers played a major role in Devontae's p- 
part, and they all basically play together. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go through some struggles these first weeks until he finds out what he's good with and who he's good with. Who knows? I think he's still a very, very, very dang good quarterback. So This guy would for sure put over Aaron Rodgers based off his past performance. Matthew Stafford. We know he played amazing with the Rams. Give him that Allen Robinson. Give him that Cooper Cup connection again, that 1-2 connection. Um, Matthew Stafford will definitely be a top-two quarterback this year. Um, next year, um, but I think he played amazing. He won the Super Bowl, obviously. Um, he was hitting Cooper Cup. He had some struggles. We know Matthew Stafford folds under pressure, um, but we do know that his fourth quarter, Matthew Stafford, is unstoppable. Um, his stat line, 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions last year. Um, year before that, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. This Rams team really improved from his lines. Um, Matthew Stafford's career pretty much got revived with that new receiver, Allen Robinson, like I mentioned. And with that Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup connection, that'll be amazing for them. So you think he's going to be number two? Yeah. You think, would you put Would you put uh, Aaron Rodgers over I, Matthew Stafford? I put Aaron Rodgers at number two. I don't think I could justify putting him at number one, but I could justify putting him at number two. How would you put him at number two if he doesn't I, have that I connection? I just think he'll find a way. Robert Tunyon's very good. He's got some other guys. Marcus Valdez Scanley's not under contract yet. I was supposed to. He's not under contract yet. But they got some guys they could definitely draft. This wide receiver draft is very deep, so they can get a couple guys that I think could yeah. work out definitely. So, and I think Matthew Stafford just at times can get very inconsistent. So who knows? Uh, I I can I see your point, but I also mm-hmm. see other points too. So let's move on to the next one. Number one. The goat himself. Why do you Tom have Brady? Why do you not? These jerseys are clean. Are, let us so know. Let us bad. know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Are the creamsicle jerseys clean? I it, want. If you, if I get like ten comments saying that creamsicle jerseys are good, I will buy a creamsicle jersey. You hear that, Sharag? Buy. Sharag, spam the comments. I will buy Spam the comments. I will buy a dumb. Not a time, I'll buy another creamsicle jersey. I absolutely hate those things. I despise them. They're the worst jersey to ever. They are so clean. We're gonna have a segment one time called like Jersey Debates or something. But I just think they're so clean. Like Tom Brady on the left, looking and posting up with his buzz cut. I'm um, deleting that that photo. No, we're it's not gonna delete off here because it's a presentation. I love the logo on their helmet is so clean. I wanted to get like one of these little Viking helmets with the creamsicle helmet oh logo, which gosh. I might do for our set. I might get that for our set. But uh, it's just so clean. So bad. Even though this the color is debatable, it's I just so it's it's clean to me. I I wouldn't personally rock this jersey myself, but seeing it playing on the field <laughs> in that Tampa that Heat. Photo? What that photo? It's going to a stat line. All right, no, no, no. We're just gonna keep on these creamsicle jerseys. No, it's we're such going a clean to the logo. Line. It's such Where a clean color. All right, wait. <laughs> Buzz, defend me in the comments, just so you know. These are no, clean jerseys. These are not. It's a bad right. jersey. Last no. year, 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, on the reel, that was Tom Brady's best season in the past 10 years, touchdown-wise and interception-wise. Uh, 5,000 yards, best season out of those as well. Uh, we know Tom Brady plays amazing. He's coming back out of retirement. I think the I want the Bucks to pick up Julio Jones. Um, they're going to get that. Tom Brady, Julio Jones connection. If not that, they have Mike Evans. They do have Chris Godwin under a franchise tag again. They did sign Russell Gage, so yep. that's a that's a guy that's very underrated. The, I think re- really killed that Buccaneers team towards the end of the season was injuries. Really, Chris Godwin got injured. We definitely, saw, the, a, yeah. a healthy a healthy Buccaneers team would definitely absolutely destroy. We saw that when we were at dinner that time. Yeah. Chris Godwin absolutely landed on his neck and he was obliterated <laughs> out for the he's, season. He's, he's, I think Achilles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this Bucks team healthy. Tom Brady will be a number one quarterback easily. This Bucks team will be in the Super Bowl. They last year if they were healthy, Chris Godwin was there. Mike Evans was healthy. I think they could have all they could have beat the Rams and made it to the Super Bowl and beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Honestly, that was my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be a Bucks Bills Super Bowl. I called that in the past podcast episode. But I think it's going to be a Bucks Bills Super Bowl this year based off our one quarterbacks. And that, it's a hot take. Very interesting season. And that's our segment. And. That's our top 10 segment. Yep. Let us know how we did in the comment sections below. Real quick. And, uh, real quick before we go, we might take a week off of podcasting. Just check our Instagram for updates. I'm going to be on vacation. Colin's going to be on a little vacation be, as well. I, yeah. Uh, it should be. So it, it'll be fun. We'll uh, update thank you guys, guys for uh, supporting us. Subscribe if you like the content. Comment. Hold up. Hold up. And, uh, there we go. <laughs> 
comments uh, in the comments section. Tell them that the Kramer School suck, and I would love you forever. Thank you. This has been the Anytime Sports Podcast, and we'll see you later. See you. Tell me what you really see. You gotta let me know. Gotta